What is up, everybody? Welcome to Covering the Slate for the Daily Fantasy Insiders. It has been a while, but uh, we are back with you, ready to talk. A little bit of pigskin. Total leather. Let's go. It's week... Can we call it week zero? I hear a lot of people oh, calling it week oh, zero. We, we, will, we us, will be calling it week zero. But for Well, as far as our content, it is definitely week one. It's definitely week one, boys. But it's week zero as far as everybody else is concerned. It's kind of the, uh, the appetizer so to speak, of the, of the college football season. There's some games, not a whole lot of high-profile stuff, but I know uh, everyone's really excited about Illinois and Nebraska. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But we got content for you, right? We, we're ready to go. So uh, we are ready to get you hyped for the college football season. And uh, to do that, we've got a, uh, a group. It's, it's a good group. It's, it's not a great group. It's a good group of uh, of. DFI experts ready to talk about college football. Will Bryant, what is up, my man? It's been a while. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, I just want to say it it killed me that you called Hawaii an appetizer, but I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> a little mahi-mahi for you, a little, little tuna for you. Who knows? You know, that's what they got going on out there. Uh, Scott Scott Robertson, what is up, man? You Did you figure out this Skype thing or or what? What's going on? Yeah, this one's just audio, so it was pretty easy. Um, I figured this this one out pretty quick. So yeah, this is this was good. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Although I wish we were doing video because uh, Will's beard is coming in real nice. Yeah, I actually just saw it uh, about yeah. half an hour ago on the college football call. It is coming in really good. I'm pretty jealous. It's kind of a turn on, isn't it, Scott? A little uh, bit. Your words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you still got the beard going, Jake Barton? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's significantly trimmed from when uh, from when you got to see it back in uh, whatever that was, August or so God, last was, year, Nate. But yeah, it's that or was November. No. Yeah, that was, was Dece- that was December. That was when I moved right. to North. Was, that was when I moved to Raleigh. Yeah, because it was NFL season. Yep. No, it's it's still yeah. there. It's You're, uh, it's okay. Yeah. We good, um, good. we we've we've we were you know, hand up, we were afraid of trimming it around that time. Uh, cause I was, this was the, this was originally a quarantine beard. Um, uh. hadn't, really, hadn't really let one grow before. And so I was, uh, I was scared to mess with it. And so you saw it. I, I think I actually, when I got back home for Thanksgiving break, uh, I think I ended up trimming it about two days after you saw it. So you saw it at its absolute worst. Um, or so best. I, I, well, no, no, it was it was pretty bad. Um, okay, all right, uh, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, we we've 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 cleaned it up a little bit. So next time, about this, about a, about a you know a month or so from now, when you see it again, it'll be uh, it'll be looking a lot better. Promise. Can't can't wait. Cannot wait. Yeah, the uh, the annual DFI retreat. You know, you're the only one I've ever met in person, but uh, the DFI retreat in uh, October is gonna yeah. be it's gonna be quite the rager. It's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a good that. time. Awesome. 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 But but yeah, like uh, we said, we are here to discuss a little college football action. And, um, you know, I'm excited about this. Number one, because it's a it's an actual season of college football. Last year did not count uh, for me, especially in my Florida State Seminoles. But I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. We've got a normal season. Things are progressing. People are getting vaccinated and uh, we're going to have some full stands watching uh, some college football action and we get it started uh this weekend as you're listening to this saturday august 28th we kick it off and uh we want to give you guys a, a little overview of the season what we think uh, is gonna 
break down maybe some favorites in each uh, in each conference. You know, we'll we'll uh, we'll kind of play it by ear. We'll talk a little bit of Heisman uh, as well, uh, and of course uh, who we uh, have for the college football playoff. Uh, and sh- should we should we make the rule that you're not allowed to just go ahead and pick? Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. You got to kind of go off the board, maybe a couple of for a couple of your yeah. picks. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, oh, well, let's do my that. Arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh no, don't make don't make us ACC fans not pick Clemson. Oh no, right. exactly. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what we got going on for you guys. So I'll just let you guys start, and um, you guys can tell me. I guess maybe pull the curtain back a little bit and and tell me. Uh, what you guys maybe talked about with the, the, the start of the season, you know, it's kind of a small slate. It's only five games. You got mm-hmm. Nebraska, Illinois, Connecticut, Fresno State, uh, Hawaii, UCLA, UTEP, New Mexico State, and San Jose, Utah, uh, Southern Utah. And, and I don't care who you are, your ass is going to be watching those games, and it doesn't matter how bad these are <laughs> <laughs> because, it's, because it's college football. And actually, they didn't spread these out enough. You got you got games. You got three games that are going to be almost going on at the same time. Uh, yep. At the beginning, um, you know, I'm kind of interested in the Hawaii UCLA game. I got to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, give me uh, give me some insight. What do you guys think of this uh, this opening slate this weekend? Willie, this is this got you written all over it. Yeah, I mean, the first game is basically watching a military bowl without having a military <laughs> team play. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be terrible. We got a bunch of guys. Like, Adrian Martinez acts like he's a big name because he's been there six years, but there's a reason he's been there six years. So, I mean, I'm not looking forward to that one that much. Um, the Fresno game should be all Fresno, but then Hawaii-UCLA just has the makings of a fun one. Just like, I remember a couple years back, we had Hawaii on the opening slate, and, um, you know, it was a real fun one. They had a receiver that we must have, shameless plug, go for, like, 68 fantasy points because they just had to Cedric, air it out to stay in the game. Cedric I think we're Bird, game. baby. We're gonna Cedric we're Bird? Call, call him by his name, Cedric Bird. That's what, right. 10 for, 10 for 198 and 3 or something? Oh, it was, yeah, it was just mm. it was fantastic. Yeah. So, looking for a lot of that again because UCLA doesn't play defense. So, I think they're saving the best for last on Saturday. The last time yes. I saw that, the last time I saw that over under, uh, it was like seventy nine points. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's big time. And, and and Nate, they actually, they I don't know if they did us a favor with this or not, but they definitely split it up into two slates. So those three games that are stacked oh, okay. on top of each other are the main slate. Air gotcha. Quotes. And then yeah. there's a night slate with the two on top of that. And so we'll we'll cover both of them. Um, but yeah, that main slate obviously is. I don't know if I'd call them high-profile names, but um, uh, but it, at least a little more so. But it's it'll be interesting. You've got um, UCLA you, and Fresno both have near mm-hmm. six touchdown team totals, which is mm-hmm. obviously uh, something that you got. Yeah, you got to get some type of uh, some type of um, exposure to there. God, I, I need to stop saying exposure to. I, I did that every time I think about it now, Nate. I, I think about you and Rusty making fun of me for using that phrase, and I just. It's like a mental block. I'm I just drawn to saying that now. Um, but but Hawaii's fun. I mean, obviously we talked about Hawaii. Like they just they air it out and they're a good time. Uh, but I think one of the most interesting things about the slate is we have there's six teams obviously, and there are five quarterbacks who all can run the ball. Uh, and normally, like you know, on the main slates during the year, we're big use those rushing quarterback for those quarterbacks that can run the ball. Um, you want to be using them. Want it, You want to be using two of them on every slate. 
And and we're lucky if we get five or six on a normal twelve game main slate on a full mm-hmm. Saturday, and we have we have five of them on a three game slate this week. So it's it's pretty interesting. There's we're, we think we have an idea of where ownership and where builds are going to funnel to. Uh, so we've got some under the radar plays that uh that that may may make a bit of a difference. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's a it, there should be two really really fun games to watch. Uh, from an offensive perspective, and then there's Nebraska and Illinois, so should be a, <laughs> should be a good time. You know they're scoring seventy combined now. We've just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. All all rushing that too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I will say this: uh, it is forecast to be like a hundred degrees in Fresno, so oh my goodness, it's go- it's going to be pretty brutal. <laughs> I don't know if that in black. Yeah, I don't know if that plays into uh, anybody's uh, game plan or not, but I don't. I mean, probably not Yukon's. I would imagine Yukon that... never seen that weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of anything that's just even worse news for Yukon. I, I would, I would say so. So th- there's a little bit of your weather edge for you uh, mm-hmm. for the for the Yukon Fresno State game. And you know, I'm really sad that DK took away the only opportunity Southern Utah is going to have to be on a quote unquote main slate. That's just that's just disrespect at a, mm. at a, at a, at a big level. I, I can't believe it, but yeah. You big, uh, you it, big it, Southern, you'd be a bit, you a big Thunderbird fan there, Nate? Lo- love the, gotta love the Thunderbirds, <laughs> man. Gotta love the nice. Thunderbirds. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, it, it, any, any interest in playing the night slate or the contest? Just not, just not that great. Absolutely. I mean, we're playing the night. Scott, this is Scott's time to shine because I have not even looked at it at all. And Scott is just Scott's running with this one. So yeah. Scott, take this away. Sell us on it. We'll just say, um, I I'd be embarrassed to tell you how much time I've spent looking at the night slate today. Um, so yeah, we're definitely playing the night slate and um it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have some winnings um to run back from the early slate, and it's gonna be great. Uh two games, um, but more football. More football in week zero. Come on. Okay, I, I want to note something about your late slate, Scott. Okay. Did you see that report that came out of like the worst QB for each D1 school in, in the last 20 years? And Nick Starker was on two was on, for two teams. He was, <laughs> he was their worst QB for a and I, 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 I did. I saw that too. That's yeah. insane. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, so, it was so funny. He, he was, <laughs> I think he, he tweeted something about it, I believe. Um, Nick Starkle did, and he was just like, "Come on, man! Like that is that is uh, the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen." That is crazy. He threw like 17 touchdowns last year. I know it's with San Jose State, but like, come on, dude! I feel like he's a little better than that. That I don't know. I'll have to check the article out. Hey, I, I'll say this: um, big shout out to the first guy that pops up on the Southern Utah Thunderbirds player roster when you see their uh, Wikipedia preview. Linebacker number eight, La Akia Kaho Ohanohano Davis. So uh, LKD, I'm going to be looking for you to make some big House, plays. Out there, big household play. name, household name. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, he will, or he will be after week zero. That's right. Yeah, his, his uh, pick six, that's, that's eminent at this point. No way he didn't weigh <laughs> under 250, right? Uh, he's got it yeah he's a big boy he's a big boy uh well i'm already excited about it so i mean things are things are looking up uh i'm i'm pumped uh the fact that scott is covering a two-game slate with uh, southern utah and and utep 
for God's sakes. I mean, how could you not be just totally into this? New Mexico uh, State, San Jose State. Oh, I mean, my goodness. The, the, the hits just keep on coming, Scott. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, so, yeah, so we've got, uh, obviously, the week zero. Things will be looking up. Uh, a few more, we'll call them a few more marquee matchups to look forward to in week one. I know that, uh, but just uh, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that uh, in a little bit. But there's a ton of Thursday games, boys. Next Thursday, uh, are we covering that slate? Because that that slate is humongous. Oh yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think Scott's got a showdown on Sunday, and then Jake's got one on Monday because Louisville's in it. Loaded. That's right. Yeah, we're 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 full. We're full go um, for that well, next well, week. Who, yeah, I mean, there's wait, who, who's who's covering who's covering the the, the showdown slate on Sir? Sunday. Scott, Scotty, Scotty, uh, Hottie, in that Notre Florida. Dame. Yes, sir. Got Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and who, Scott? Ah, uh, come on, Scotty. You got You're this. asking me about week one. I'm worried about week zero, Nate. Oh that's man, Notre that's, Dame a Bill Flo- that's Notre Dame. And, that's Notre Dame in Florida State, buddy. Yeah, who who else would he be? Who else oh, would he be man. information about come here? On, come man. on, guys. Mackenzie Milton first game back sounds like upsets. Yeah, he ain't he ain't gonna be the starter. I got news hey, for whoa. Him. Is that Jordan yeah. Travis? Jordan Travis is uh, from what oh, I hear. Program. From what I hear, Jordan Travis <laughs> is gonna start. Hey, but I'll just tell you this: we are we are already begging DraftKings for some value on that Louisville Ole Miss showdown on Monday <laughs> night because oh, fellas, that's be. we are. Oh, Oh man, I that is that's that's pitting my two favorite quarterbacks in college football against each other, and man, we are just that's going to be a beautiful football game. Yeah, you you guys are in for a treat for content there because I am I I might just get carried away just from researching those teams together. That it's going to be about a six page war room article. Um, I'm I can't I'm wait. Very excited for that. A page for every touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah, Boom. that's right. But yeah, yeah. It, it should be a good one. That that Thursday night's going to be fun. Got some. Some pretty big names on that. I mean, you got uh, Ohio State, Minnesota is obviously the the keystone game. Utah's playing. Mm-hmm. App State's going to be on it. NC State's on it. UCF's on it. Boise. So some pretty good yeah. ones. That that Friday Friday night, I'll be at uh, UNC Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Oh, look at yeah, you! So so you. that I mean that game we'll have going on. Duke's got a game that may be up, be on the slate. Michigan State, Northwestern. Uh, kind of get some Big Ten action, some South Dakota, uh, the, Kansas. I mean, oh, the battle oh, of the Colorados, Colorado man. versus Northern Colorado. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, man. so that that should be that one. That slate may not be as uh, as fun to watch, but we'll have some eyes on the ground scouting out that uh, UNC Virginia Tech game, and love it. We're uh, we're ready to roll with that. It's gonna be it, it's gonna be fun. It'll be a good time. Love to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Um, so yeah, so. We'll obviously have all the content you will ever desire for all of the college football slates here uh, in the coming days and weeks and months for sure. Um, let's just hope we can have a, a normal-ish season. It sounds like uh, all the players are getting vaccinated and, and things are uh, at least looking up. So that's uh, that's all good news. So uh, I know you boys will be uh, on top of it. Um, all right, so let's let's kind of transition and talk about uh, the Heisman. Uh, there's a there's a laundry list of guys, all pretty uh, pretty familiar names uh, atop the Heisman Trophy contenders list. Um, you know the I guess the odds-on favorite Spencer Rattler. I hardly knew her. 
from Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> Yeah, nice. there you go. Um, uh, Dick Johnson's going to be so proud. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so sure. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's uh, he's going off at plus six fifty, and really the the next best is uh, you got Bryce Young from Alabama and DJ. I still don't know how to pronounce his name from Clemson at uh, plus eleven hundred. So anybody can someone tell me how to pronounce his name? Uh, I can. I can. Scott, you go first. I think. Oh I know. man, I don't know. I'm scared I'm now. Really but... intrigued with Scott now. I always say Uyagalele. Oh, uh, God, I think no. that's correct. I believe that's correct. I think that's right. Wow. Uyagalele. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Okay. I'm, I'm just as surprised as you guys. <laughs> Scott. That, that, came, that, that came down from the depths. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, I always look at these lists, and there's always somebody that pops up you know, from, from down the list that, uh, that makes a run. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, this is how it's going to shake out? Do you think uh, someone else not uh, not in the top, say, five, eight, ten guys will uh, will be around to, to possibly uh, win the Heisman this year? Because uh, this is a pretty good list. Spencer Rattler, Bryce Young, DJ, JT Daniels, uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, uh, De'Eric King from Miami, Matt uh, Curl from uh, from Ole Miss too. So you got a lot of you got a lot of guys there. Um, who's a uh, Who's banking on who? Who's put a little? Who's put a little bit of money down legally uh, to win uh, for, for for the Heisman here? Scott and Will, I want you guys to take this first because I I'm gonna have a little mini rant, a, a short mini rant okay. about it afterwards. But uh, yeah, you guys you guys go ahead and go first here. Keep, really? keep your mini keep your mini rant to ten it, minutes, please. It will be it, oh it'll be it'll be mini. It'll be way less than that. I promise. Okay. Will, if, if you don't mind, Will, I think I might go first because I feel like uh, there's a good chance mine's gonna be the least exciting of these three. Um, that makes so, sense. Yeah, 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 that checks out. <laughs> it's fitting, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I actually felt decent. I was thinking, like, okay, I'm not going with Alabama or Clemson. I'm doing okay this year. Um, but then you also threw Oklahoma in that mix, and so it kind of made my pick chalky. But, um, I'm going with Oklahoma, um, for the hot or for the uh, championship at plus eight hundred. No, no. Whoa! But I I'm first, Scott. Jeez. No, no, I got you. I got you. Can we I'm, stay? Can we stay in this lane, man? Come on. But I'm also gonna go for that to happen. Spencer Rattler. I'm gonna have him winning the Heisman. So usually I don't want to do the odds-on favorite because obviously that's gonna be you don't have as much to win with the odds-on favorite. So usually I'm not gonna go with him. But I just think that the um, the tradition in this Oklahoma offense, um, we know that. What have we seen? Two or three other guys win the Heisman in this offense, and then now he's yep. got his second year um, back as the starter, and so I feel like he's got um, I feel like he's got a really good chance to. Uh, Nate, I'm sorry, you got to cut this out, dude. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no, no. We're I, keeping I, this in, Scott. You're I, you're you're right. I mean, you're they they won. I mean, Baker and Kyler went back to back, 17, 18, 18, 19, and then Jalen Hurts runner up to Joe Burrow and his quite possibly the greatest season in college football history uh so you're right i mean that that position just produces heisman like quality quarterbacks so i, I think right. you're 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 in line with but, that that's, that's yeah. fair. i just wonder when's the last time the odds on favorite preseason won and, and and that was kind of my thought process is like of course the odds on favorite is gonna sound good but like is the value there there's so much like when johnny manziel won it he probably was he even listed was like joe nobody... burrow listed I, exactly. I think a lot of, yeah a lot of the guys because lamar definitely came out of nowhere for his mm-hmm. um 
Kyler might have been be, just because Baker won up the year before, and there was so much hype around Kyler. Yeah, so he he probably. I mean, I'm looking at the list from the last like ten years. So now, I mean, obviously Devontae was not last year. Henry wasn't. Uh, Mariota, I don't think was. Jameis, I don't think was. Then Manziel and RG three. So I feel like the most likely is Kyler. But I, I think you're right. Like the odds on favorite. I don't. I don't know if they. Maybe never even have. You know. Yeah, I don't think it happens. Yeah, yeah. there's. It just feel like there's always some guy that uh, that comes out of nowhere. And uh, either contends or, or wins it, and and, and we're not we're, we we never expect it uh, before the right. season starts. So. so, so to be I guess to be completely transparent, that's kind of why I struggle with that question because um, I kind of do think that he is the guy this year. Um, but I have to be honest, I'm not sure that I'm going to put down that money because um, do you guys know what are his odds to win the Heisman? Plus six fifty. Yep. Depending on the book, De- depending on the book, plus six hundred, plus six fifty. So like. I don't know. To me, like, I would almost rather – I know you have the playoff, but, like, never mind. We'll get to championship. Yeah, yeah. We'll, don't spoil too much. <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> Willie, what do you got? Yeah, well, I did agree with what Scott was saying. I was looking at that, like, your Heisman winner is going to be either in the playoffs or, you know, high-level bowl game. You're going to win games, which is what's skewing me away from Matt Corral because I wanted to pick him, and I think he'll have that season, but I don't – think Ole Miss can make the playoffs or even contend for them. Right. Yeah. I don't think UNC can throw it enough as much as that hurts me as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to do that. Um, well, so with, the, with two, well, but with both the running backs gone, I mean, why would they, why wouldn't they throw it enough? Because I think, I mean, it just feels like we're on a great question. Great question, Nate. It just feels like we're going to slow it down. I don't think Sam's going to have as good a season. Um, mm. So what I've been looking at, so this was my Heisman pick. This is what I kind of prepared for this, is that with the way these top guys look, on like Rattler, Stroud, um, so we got a guy who played in a COVID season, not really great in offense last year, Stroud's first year under center. This could be the year we see one of those group of five guys win the Heisman in Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel, Grayson McCall, or Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter had hype last year. Malik Willis is going to get a lot of hype again as well. I just think there's four guys there that if I throw my hat in the ring saying group of five, I got four good chances. Man. (laughs) How did we win it bold? We won it bold. So, like. If one of those guys end up in New York, that's awesome. I like it, Will. One of those guys is going to end up Gabriel McCall, Willis Ritter. One of them will be in New York. I respect it, man. Wow, that is fantastic. That I was not prepared for that take. That is that is just terrific. And you could probably get you could probably get odds for them to even be you know in New York. uh, I would I would I would assume all all those guys that he just named. You're not getting any of them at less than fifty to one. So no, absolutely not. He's Deep in the trenches of, of trying to dig out a uh, sleeper here. So I, I but by the way, but, here you go, here you go, boys. I literally just read this. Uh, what were Devonte Smith's odds last last year? Oh God, uh, plus fifteen hundred. One fifty. I was going to say eighty to one. What? So you're saying fifteen thousand? Will? Yeah, one fifty to one. I was going to say seventy five to one was my guess. The, the highest. The highest. Uh, the highest. Tickets cash were fifty to one. 
I mean, so not not crazy, but I mean, but fifty to one odds are still. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. yeah. That's deep. Yeah, that's very deep. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's not it's not implausible at all. And uh, and the fact that you could probably, like you said, I mean, if you say, you know, pick either one of those group of five guys and say, what are their odds to even make the final five and be invited, you know, or whatever, you know, invited to New York or whatever your book wants to do. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad. It's not a bad bet. That's not a bad no. bet at all. No. Not at all. Especially with the schedule, like Coastal and Cincinnati, you're trying to get now. Mm-hmm. Teams they're playing, I think they deserve. And Ritter really deserved a look last year, probably if he didn't blow a couple games late. Yeah. Same yeah, thing yeah. with um, Zach Wilson. Now, I guess they're oh, Pac-12. Sorry. Sorry, Will. I was just wondering if you knew. Do any of those teams play? Because then I kind of have the theory of like uh, when we think about last year. Um, like when BYU and Coastal played, um, if you would have had like a Heisman future on both quarterbacks last year on Zach Wilson and also Grayson McCall, like at that point, it was kind of big time. Like, oh, whoever wins this could kind of put themselves back in that race. So if two of those teams play each other and kind of have like a potential, like the winner is potentially in the playoff, then it might be the same conference, Scott. I mean, yeah. UCF yeah. and Cincy, yeah, they are. They're yeah, and so I was gonna say they they anteed up their uh, their non conference a little bit too with Indiana and Notre Dame. Yeah, their non conference schedule. Ritter as well, was why so. I went with that stance because I saw they had Indiana, Notre Dame, UCF in a four week stretch. Mm-hmm. He plays well in those four primetime games. Well, He's and then you there. and then you think too, you get at the back half of the year they're they're finishing the season with USF, SMU, and East Carolina. I mean that's. Some of the stats you can put up in those games. That's why I'm saying if he if they can go three and one or in that four week stretch of Indiana, Notre Dame, Temple, UCF, mm-hmm. Ritter is cooking. Right. Yeah. And then you then you hedge that Ritter Ritter bet with like five bucks on uh on um Dylan Gabriel. Like why yeah, not before, just the, before they play? Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I love Dylan Gabriel. I love watching UCF play. Mm. They're fantastic. Well, Nate, we we uh we we stranded off the beaten path here a little bit. Um, That's okay. Hey, you know, however we can uh the, however we can get some get some action on the Heisman. I mean, we yeah, don't have we'll, to just bet. Yeah, Will kind of got into the not. I guess I he said mini ramp, but just kind of my beef with the Heisman stuff. Um, he started to kind of get into it. Is you really can't be betting on a player from a team that's not going to be in the college football playoff. You know, that's I mean, correct. you, yeah. it's at this point, like you're, it, it's going to have to be a top four team. It's, it normally ends up being the best player on the best team. Occasionally you'll get one of the best players on a top four team. Um, mm-hmm. But, but for the most part, uh, and, and that's what I think is so hard about this year with the Heisman is yeah, Oklahoma will probably be there. And so Radler, that's why he's the odds on favorite because he's the most established Um DJ, like you figure, uh, 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 I killed that. Uyagalele. Um, yeah, there you go. But he, I mean, he's second in line because we saw a little bit of him last year. Um, and then you figure, okay, Clemson's going to be in contention, so he's going to be safe there. But then, like, like, uh, Will was saying, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, you know, nothing. Like, we know hardly anything about these guys, but they're, in the top five for odds because they play for Alabama and Ohio state. And I think that's the biggest issue with the Heisman now is that there are, there are two guys that we have not seen them do anything 
major in college football, and they are top five in Heisman. You're, you're not even getting them. They're getting nine to one and ten to one odds to be the Heisman Trophy winner, to be the best player in college football. It's like they're just not. That's that's not the case. Like he, Matt Corral. If Matt Corral played for a better team, he would be seen as the best quarterback in college football. Now that's a bit crazy, but like he's he. I, I'm as high on him as Will is. Like I think he is incredible. Um, he's going to do some insane things this year, but you can't bet him at twenty to one for a Heisman Trophy winner because Ole Miss is going to be terrible. Like they're not going to. Yeah. They, they have no chance to make the college football playoff, and so you can't bet him. Like same thing with Sam Howell, North Carolina. Like they're UNC's fifteen to or he's fifteen to one to uh to win the Heisman Trophy, or you can bet uh, UNC plus five thousand to win the national championship. It's like the only way Sam Howell is winning the Heisman Trophy is if they're in the national championship game. Well, at that point, you might as well just bet 50 to 1 for them to win the national championship as opposed to 15 to 1 for him to win Heisman. So I, that's my little spiel that it's kind of a crapshoot. I think DJ um, is, my favorite fa- is my favorite favorite pick here. Um, but I like Brees Hall as my sleeper. Um, cause I'm not a, I'm not a super firm Oklahoma believer. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just think with all the uncertainty in the quarterbacks in college football this year, uh, that this could be a year like last year, we saw a wide receiver win. I think we might be able to get back to a running back who wins it. Like Brees Hall is going to like work that we, that, uh, that, that you want to see from these, you know, from the Derrick Henry type Mark Ingram type, um, Heisman trophy winners. And I don't think. Brock Purdy will put up a big enough year to be seen as the better player on that team. Um, so I don't. That's kind of my dark horse kind of pick. I think he's thirty-five to one or forty to one, depending depending on the book you're looking at. Um, but I like Iowa State just in general. Uh, there, if you look at college ball playoff odds, aside from that big four group, uh, and then Georgia's mixed in with them, they are the next highest odds to make or to win the national championship. Um, so there's a pretty good bit of hype around him. And so I think getting the best player on that team, when you know he's going to run the ball a ton uh, and he's going to score his touchdowns and they're going to win a lot of games, I think you're getting pretty good odds on it there um, at, uh, at at 40, whatever, 40-ish to one. Yeah, that's fair. And Jake, to like, I guess just to piggyback off of that, do you, would you say that it's fair to compare Iowa State and North Carolina's playoff chances? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think, I mean, realistically, I, I think Iowa State has a better chance to make the so playoff. If we're, so if we're, compa- if we're comparing those playoff chances, it's like, okay, what are Sam Howell's odds? And then mm-hmm. what are Brees Hall's odds? Like you yeah. said, or who's Iowa State's best player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, it, yeah, and I like Sam that. is Sam's 15 to 1, Brees 40 to 1, right? I mean, you, yeah, you, I think the path for, you know, the path for North Carolina, and we obviously know just because we have looked at their schedule 700 times, but, I mean, you've got to beat uh, Virginia Tech, yeah, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, at Notre Dame. you got to beat Miami. And then, realistically, and I'll throw in Virginia in there, Scott, who you guys always give us a run for our money. Um, yeah, and but it's true. No, you, it's true. We That's always a tough game. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then, potentially, and then probably Clemson in the ACC Championship. Like, that's a that's a hard schedule to go through. And you look at the Big 12, I mean, okay, like Texas, 
once again, they're always frauds. Sorry, Hunter, uh, if you <laughs> actually end up listening to this, but they're frauds. Like <laughs> Iowa State probably realistically only has to just not screw up and then beat Oklahoma, and then but, they're and then they're in. Don't you yeah. feel like that? You, I think you have you have to have a quarterback to win those big games, though. And I just don't think they do. I don't know, man. Purdy, Purdy, Purdy has better Heisman Trophy odds than uh, Brees does. I mean, that's Purdy's that's just 30, the position, right? At least, at least the book that I'm looking at. Yeah, but still, though, he's 35 to one versus 40 to one. I mean, they're. It's true, it's the position, but you don't see. I mean, who's a who's a good example? Um, oh, Bijan Robinson is the highest uh, odds for a running back for the Heisman Trophy. He's 25 to one, and then Casey Thompson's 50 to one. So it's not just the position; it's they think that Iowa State's going to be good, and they're like, "Well, Purdy, Purdy's pretty damn good," you know, like he's Purdy's pretty good. Yeah, I think I I I, I think he's good <laughs> enough to win them those games, um, but not good enough to be seen as the statistically the best player on the team. So I like I like taking Brees there, but I get what you're saying, Will. I, I it's no, that's fair. That does make sense. Yeah, if they if they get down as as early as and they have to abandon the run, is Purdy gonna be good enough to have those Heisman type of moments to bring them back and and win these and win some comeback games, which is a very fair question. Which they're gonna have to do on November twenty sixth. Boom. Ribbit, ribbit. (laughs) (laughs) Corn frogs, baby. Let's go. Oh boy. Rusty Rusty will be proud. Rusty will be proud. Um all right. Good Heisman talk. Let's talk about college football playoff. Uh, the very, 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 very early predictions. Go figure. The top four is uh, is the four we were we were alluding to a little bit earlier. The big four: Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. Now, we've made a decision before the podcast. I'm going to let you guys pick your final four, but you have to have two off the board picks. Okay, you can pick whichever two out of that four that you want, but then two other ones have to be a little bit off the board. Got to be a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, bold here, bold predictions, and uh, and then we'll go from there. So, um, Scott, I want you to start. Oh, give me, <laughs> give me your final four, with two of those four being some uh, some bold predictions, sir. Okay, cool. Um, so first off, I will go ahead and say Oklahoma, obviously. Um, I'm sure that you can figure out that that I had them there. So that'll be one of my chalkier picks. The other chalky pick, um, I'm not going to count Nick Saban out. Um, I can definitely see them dropping a game. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that they probably will drop a game. Um, but I think they'll get it right and end up making the playoffs. So then my two more interesting picks. Cincinnati count? Ooh. Yes. Cincinnati. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Hey, if Cincinnati does it, then my does, Heisman is coming yeah. true. Does, I was going to say, yeah. Does, does 80 to 1 Cincinnati count as, a, as an off the board pick? <laughs> if you want the Arizona State. Yeah, for championship. Yeah. So let's go Cincinnati. I trust Luke Fickle. I trust their defense. Is that. Has and that like, sentence ever been uttered before? <laughs> I trust Luke Fickle. Has anyone you, said that? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's not. okay. That's okay. You're going and with then, it. Nate, I'm going to get some drawback for this one because I've done this before, 
and it came a lot closer to fruition than oh. that Jake probably wants to admit. But I'm going to go back to the well and go with Utah. That's Utah's got fourth line play. That is such a horrendous a pick. A Pac-12 team oh, can't make it. No one watches it. No that one is, cares. That is the worst. That is the there's, there's not possibly a worse pick that will be said on the podcast with that. Right well, can I just say good, good line play? I like Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer has experience. He's played in the Big 12 championship game. And, you, hey, you guys laughed at it last time, and they were one win away from making the playoff. Yeah, and the Pac-12 was worse this year than they were last time. And then they time. got curb stomped by Texas. <laughs> so they go undefeated. Wow. Going undefeated in the Pac-12 is, two, is three losses in the SEC. I don't. I don't think that there will be two like crazy upset picks. So I guess I can't really say that I think that they'll make it, but like I think that that's a team that could win some games. They also um they also avoid the top two teams. I think it's what USC and Oregon in the other division. So I think the schedule kind of fits that way. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, so they're doesn't the Pac-12 has a surprisingly they're they have four or five teams in the top 25, don't they? Start the year. It's like a, it's a, it was, I remember it was a shockingly high number compared to how, like, just for how trash the Pac 12 is. Let me see. Yeah, they've got, it's five Arizona State 25, Utah 24, Washington 20, uh, USC 15, and Oregon 11. Wow. That is baffling. Yeah. So they there might be USC and Oregon. There might be one of those teams that is a top 25 team by the end of it. Maybe one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll right. I mean, they do. They do have. Okay, they play USC and Oregon at USC and home against Oregon late in the year. So I guess the schedule is possible. But man, that's just terrible. Oh, and Arizona State too. Wow. Okay, still terrible. But less so I think you're getting there. But yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to have some uh, some big name. You're gonna have to have some big name conferences have you know two or three lost teams. That, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's just I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, yeah. I love the boldness. I, I want to see the boldness, and Scott brought the boldness. Hey, yeah, you. De- that's right. You delivered but, on the off-the-board pick, It's Scott. coming. It but I definitely like Cincinnati a lot more. I am more confident in Cincinnati than Utah, for sure. I love it. Scott, Excellent. you made this easy for me. Okay. <laughs> because I'm, I'm going straight at Oklahoma to start. Fired up. <laughs> yeah, so as we all know, I have a, a strong connection to the Texas Jesus. Christian Horned Frogs. So it's, the, it's oh God. So you're asking me to go off the wall, and Gary Patterson's building a program. Now you you got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay, so listen, their quarterback. If you need 80 yards, just give him the ball. No. Only, only quarterback in college football who can break plays open like that, man. Let me tell. Okay, no, that's a lie. I'm exaggerating, but no, <laughs> I, I love the schedule TCU has um, with Oklahoma being everyone's darling. If they if they can go into Oklahoma and get that win in October. I really think that'll vault them up. And I've seen a lot of analytics have them ranked, you know, around roughly 15. But again, I just I just made the point about Brock Purdy. So I basically shot myself in the foot there mm, because TCU mm-hmm. pretty much the same thing. But I do think Zach Evans can push for the best running back in the Big 12 this year if he gets the touches. And that's that's how I think they're going to be carried. I think they've got the skill position and their defense is always good. Gary Patterson can scheme that defense. Um just my one off the wall. Nate, I just I want to interrupt you real quick. I, I want you to know that this was not – he didn't pick them because you told him to pick someone off the wall. Like, this is what he's been – this has been him <laughs> the last, like, six months. Every every week. It's so true. On Twitter or in our 
college football group chat about TCU or Zach Evans or Matt Dugan. It's like, mm. oh my god, like oh, I'm it, close. It's oh, it's just disgusting. It is, so he's drink. He literally is drinking the purple Kool Aid, pretty much. Yes, exactly, dude. Ever yeah. since the Cheez It Bowl, I haven't been able to get enough. God. All right. Well, wow. sorry to interrupt, but please. Keep another going. another sentence that's never been uttered before. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Yep. So my second one. Off yeah, the, go for off it. The wall, quote unquote. Like we're not a favorite, North Carolina, baby. This is the year, and I really think if we, I think if we win in Blacksburg, we'll run the table. That is what the, the first game. game? Yeah, I because oh. th- that's our trap. I think that I think that's the trap game for UNC. The first game. Uh, Virginia yeah. Tech, the the greatest the greatest lie in college football is that Virginia Tech wins big games in Blacksburg, but that's that's all. <laughs> okay, Scott, settle there. It's going to be tough for us. So <laughs> I'm really I'm really worried about that one. But I think if they win that one, they won't let Notre Dame bite them twice. So wow, okay. yeah, that, okay. that's how I feel about UNC. They have a pretty good shot too, and yep. to round but it out, Clemson. Alabama, Ohio, uh, yeah, Alabama and Ohio State. That's that way, I've got all got the four conferences. Don't have anything crazy to happen. Big Twelve, ACC, Big Ten, SEC. Yeah, gotcha. don't have anything. Don't have anything crazy to happen besides TCU hitting on one hundred and fifty to one. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing it crazy there really, though. It helps my call that TCU gets to play at Iowa State to end their season. Like that. Ooh, a, that is a big game there. Big game there. That is very true. But yeah, again, again, nothing crazy at all about TCU, a team nope. that is eleven and eleven in the last two years. But nothing crazy at all to pick. Them nothing to crazy. Be, yeah, to be but a top four team in the country at the end of the year. Nothing at all insane. There. But then a conference championship win as well. Uh, yeah, money. Sure, we got to double down. Are they? Are they? Would that be against Oklahoma again or Iowa State again? I, I'm. I'm not oh, familiar. Please, with no. The, they don't have divisions. The Big right? Twelve. I, or I guess they, they do this year. I would hate to play back to back against Iowa State. I don't know if they have divisions or not. I'm 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 not sure. Nate, they are you our last year. are you our resident Big Twelve expert? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I think they do have a championship. <laughs> I think they do have a championship game. They do. I don't have think a they. Game. I don't think they have divisions, but I I, I do right. think they have a championship game. Yeah. So but I would just, say they just might have two teams. teams. Yeah. 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 The, 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 best yeah, the, the top two teams. Yeah. The top two teams will play. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go, Will. You got to beat them twice. Hey, we got to prove that ourselves. Actually, that segues into mine perfectly because Damn. I also am not picking Oklahoma and I'm picking wow. Iowa State to come um, out of the Big 12 and, oh. make the, uh, and make the college football playoff for the same exact reason that you just heard Will say, um, except, except that Iowa State is starting at seven in the country. So they're already a leg ahead of that. And, and again, this is, I don't know if that one's. I guess it's technically off the board or off the wall um, that they're they're thirty to one, but but Will had UNC was fifty to one, so that's not. I feel like it's a similar level I mean, of yeah. UNC is you know? like the tenth highest odds. Iowa State's like the seventh. Anything yeah, yeah. so anything under the top the, five is off the wall, basically. Right. It's it's just the second best, at least from preseason standards, the second best team in that conference. Uh, but I mean, again, like, I I believe in Brock Purdy. Obviously, I am a big believer in Brees Hall. Um, not so much for fantasy, wink, wink. Uh, but just in general, I, I think I think Iowa State is a more complete team than Oklahoma. I'm not a big Spencer Rattler guy. Um, I know I give a lot of uh, shout out to McCrilly, uh, who's a Oklahoma football fan, and he loves uh, 
He loves him some Spencer Rattler, but it's it's honestly impressive how badly Spencer Rattler played in that offense last year. Like this is the Scott talked about it with Spence with why why to pick him for the Heisman Trophy of how good that offense is. They had three years in a row of Heisman Trophy quality quarterback play, mm-hmm. and Spencer Rattler not only did they when he came in as a freshman did they get did they ask for Jalen Hurts did they recruit Jalen Hurts to come over. And he produced the highest in quality year. So Spencer Rattler got to take a year off to, you know, get ready for get up to speed with the college game. And then he steps in this first year as if Kyler and uh, Jalen Hurts didn't do the same thing. It was awful last terrible. year. Terrible. So terrible. I think he's I think he's the most overrated player in college football. Um, that being said, he's still probably a top five ish quarterback. But I mean, everyone looks at him as the far and away best quarterback in college football, and that is just insane to me. Um, I don't know. I feel like people have him and Hal like one A, one B, and that that is that's probably true. But I think just him being anywhere near number one is just insane. Like with that's how with, how, with how bad he was last year. Yeah, and so he and again he's we know Oklahoma's great. It's going to be a second year in the system, so he's probably going to play much much better. Um, but I just I don't believe in Oklahoma. We know they choke in big games. We've seen it every year with Lincoln Riley and it's not anything about his coaching style. It's just the way they play. You know, they're, I think Iowa state's a better defensive team. I think Iowa state's going to be able to run the ball better than Oklahoma. And I think good enough to uh, keep them in a game or, or lead them back from behind. If Oklahoma jumps out to a big game. Um, And I don't know what's happening with Oklahoma, but did you see that they're down to two scholarship running backs? They lost three in the past week. Oh, geez. Did not see that. So all they have is Eric Gray and Kennedy. Oh no! All they have is Eric Gray and Kennedy Brooks. Gosh, how are they gonna? How are they gonna survive? <laughs> hey, that week, that week one injury gonna hit real hard. Yeah, but I, I, I think I like I, I would say it more. I think it's more complete team. It's starting at number seven in the country. Really, all they need to do is just not screw up. You know, like where, where kind of like with Will's UNC's pick and Scott went was far more bold than we were. Um, but if Iowa State can just you know do their job in the games they're supposed to win. Um, and then beat uh, Oklahoma, and um, I guess we'll throw TCU in there if we're gonna if we're gonna say that TCU is actually good. Um, but they're tough test at Iowa early in the year. That'll look good as a non-conference game. Texas, Oklahoma, TCU. I mean, they probably have the most complete Big Twelve schedule. Um, so it's kind of doubling down. Where I think if they handle their business, they may even be able to to slip up a game uh, at that late in the year. I mean, those last four games against Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and TCU, that's a gauntlet there. But if they can go three and one through those games, I think they make it to the Big 12 championship. Uh, and I think the Big 12 will be good enough this year to have their champion get through. Um, yeah. So that's my pick there. For the chalkier picks, I hate that I'm picking Clemson, but I am picking Clemson. Um, I love UNC, obviously, but... I'm very scared about the offense, um, especially to start the year and how tough the kind of front half of the schedule is for UNC. Um, I think the game against Virginia Tech is going to be ugly. I think we'll come out on top of that. But Virginia is always tough. That's early in the year. And then (laughs) (laughs) we're we're at UNC. We're at UNC. So I think we'll take that one. Uh, But you get that the middle of the year, the Florida State, who I think is going to be better than people expect. Um, Miami and then Notre Dame. That's a tough, it's a tough stretch of three games there. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I just think I, I'm a little worried about the offense. I feel good about defense, but ultimately, if we get if we end up facing Clemson, I just don't know if we have the firepower offensively to keep up with them. Um, so I'm taking Clemson as my ACC pick. Ohio State, I think, is the biggest lock out of any team to get through um, for the uh, for for the uh, of the favorites. The Big Ten is just awful this year. They're just, they're they're just so bad. They really are. I mean, it's, it's sad. Like I like Wisconsin's not even fun, but they're they should be good. And I think they're like far and away the second best team in the Big Ten. And they have no chance of beating Ohio State. So <laughs> yes. Ohio State will make it again. And then I guess since I have to pick You're off the board, good. I'm not going to pick uh, Alabama, which I'm okay with doing anyways. Uh, I, I I realize I messed this up a little bit um, because I, I think it's going to be Georgia that gets through, but they're also Ooh. like they're 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 like the fifth highest likelihood of winning the national championship. So it's not really off the wall. Um, all, that's okay. All, it's it's not it's not that it's not the group of that you know that tri or that quartet right. that uh, that's so been in the you know you're good. I'm just going with the chalk here, but I'll say I'll say um, how about this Georgia or Florida, whoever whichever Ooh. comes out of the that's the SEC East, I believe. Um, I think I think Florida is just going to be not good. They lost. Oh, you know I. <laughs> Was I don't know, I don't know if it was on this podcast or if it was in the call earlier. I think it was on the podcast when he joked about Emory Jones. I love Emory Jones. I think their offense <laughs> is going to be just as good as it was last year. Uh, the defense is obviously going to be a big question mark, but I don't think anybody in the in the SEC is really going to be as good as people expect. Um, I do the like Georgia. Yeah, Ole Miss can be fun. I, I do like Georgia, and I, I think Georgia's the safer pick. But just to be a little more off the wall, I'll include Florida in there with them. Um, but I think, I think Georgia's, I think Georgia is the best SEC team. I don't know if you guys agree with me there, but, um, I think they should be the favorite coming out. And I think Ohio state should be the favorite to win the national championship. Um, Mm. but I, I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll hedge it a little bit and say Georgia slash Florida, even though I fully expect that to be Georgia there. I like it. I, I think, I think that's. That's a, a fair take. I mean, Georgia's – I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's hard to argue with Georgia's front, uh, both offensive, defensive lines. I mean, holy cow. I mean, you could probably make an argument for Clemson having a better defensive line, but boy, oh, boy. I mean, you got Georgia and Alabama. Uh, the, the fronts of both of those teams are just stacked, man. So I, I, don't, I don't think the Georgia pick is a, is a bad pick at all. So. And something, something I like about Georgia, too, and, and this is just you know to actually give a little more reason behind them, like they have a lot of the same guys from last year. Like they're – Yeah. Jackson's going to be big. Jermaine Burton's going to be big. Um, Pickens done, have, right? Huh? Pickens is done, right? Yeah, Pickens is done, but they got Garrett Gilbert oh. from LSU, who's not the same player but a similar kind of – one there, but then I mean Zamir White and James Cook again in the backfield. I mean they're mm. that's got that's that's one of the best duos in college football. You know, I mean that, that's a yeah. I know Will you love Zamir White. Um, oh man, I st- I still just, think he's gonna be something. They they got to air quotes struggle last year on offense, um, and they were still good last year, and now they're bringing back pretty much the same core of players. 
uh, and now uh, and 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 getting ready to go into a year where I think the SEC is wide open, where Alabama's not that good, Auburn's not that good, Florida obviously has its uh, difficulties. And I say not that good for Alabama by their own standards, obviously. Yeah. They're still going to be fantastic, but they're not last year's Alabama team, who was just worlds better than everybody else, it seemed like. Um, right. Yeah, so they're, I, I, it's tough to trust anything Georgia, but I think that bringing back all the pieces that they have, which is basically their entire offense from last year, aside from Pickens, um, I, I think they're going to be really good. And I feel like they should be the favorite in the sec and probably therefore the overall favorite um even though i do think ohio state will end up being better than them yeah not a bad take at all not a bad take at all i think uh, that's going to be pretty popular opinion too so Mm -hmm. i I like it fellas i like it i'm hyped i am hyped talking about all this stuff just gets the gets the blood boiling it really does i wish it wasn't so hot it's hot as hades right now and i I just i wish it was like i wish it was like 10 degrees cooler, and then it would actually be, you know, college football weather. But, you know, I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. I just, I just want to be smoking meats and watching football outside mm. and drinking Man. beer. And you know what I mean? Ooh. Cannot beat it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're going to be stopping through North Raleigh here in, uh, in, in a few months. Do it. I got a slice of brisket with your name on it, buddy. Anybody, oh. wants, to, anybody wants to come? To Wake Forest, North Carolina, you got you got uh, some smoked meat waiting for you. Mm. Well, not ever, not anybody. Just you know, <laughs> if 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 you have my phone number, but it's not on like any bathroom wall or anything like that. So there don't get go. any ideas. <laughs> drive on, if you don't All right, boys, driving down to Tallahassee, you can probably find it somewhere. There, you, <laughs> guaranteed, guarantee you there, guaranteed. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we already got content up for uh, for week zero. Go check that out. Um, as this podcast will drop, uh, we'll have everything that you need to get ready uh, for uh, for Saturday's slate. And then, of course, uh, keep watching uh, Daily Fantasy Insider. Or uh, download the app. Be watching the Twitter account. We've got all the uh, all the information for you. Also, Scott, you know it's a uh, football season's your time to shine when when it comes to bets, man. Uh, you guys have been killing it and i know uh, college football will be no exception either when it comes to uh when it comes to dfi bets yes sir you know it yes all right boys well uh y'all take care everyone uh, out there stay tuned we'll have uh, we'll have more from covering the slate we'll uh, we'll be talking more about college football more uh more football in the uh, the national football league as well so uh be be watching the feed for more episodes we're gonna have a a thoughtful fun football season both college and pros so for uh for will for scott for jake i'm nate we'll talk to you soon